Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, it's time to say out with the new and in with the old as NNC looks to take things a little more black and gold after one year of 2.0. Plus, the PWI Top 500 male refs was just released, and you know they clearly got something wrong, or else we probably wouldn't be having a show tonight. So sit back, relax, and stop trying to figure out how many Usos are in that family because we lost count a very, very <laughs> long time ago. It's episode 308 of the Kings of the Rings podcast. What's old is new exclusively on WrestleAttic Radio, and it starts right now. Oh my God! The Yankees are finally waking up and getting their shit together. I'm so happy. Oh, dude, the Double A Yankees beat up on they beat up on the on the, on the Rays two out three. And the Sox, we fucked up the Sox last night, which is fucking great. Oh, they great. almost blew it. I'm not counting, I'm not counting those eggs, but they hatch. Uh, yeah, oh. the Yankees are finally remember how to play baseball, but I'm still not confident. Yeah, I, I've, I've got my concerns. Anywho, folks, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 308. What's old is new. I, of course, am your host, King Ricky Rose. The band is finally back together. Will is back from Nashville. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff to talk about tonight. NXT threw us a giant swerve on the two on the one-year anniversary of 2.0. And lo and behold, right before we started recording uh, this this episode live on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook on all of our pages and all the rest Slatic Radio's YouTube page as well. The PWI Top 100 released this uh, this afternoon, so we've got some shit to talk about. Uh, but before we get to all of that, uh, well, Tereshock, how was Nashville? It was great. Nashville was a phenomenal time. Food, excellent. It's pure <laughs> excellence. Ricky, you would love it there. Like, I tenfold. heard that they... Like the tourist, like the tourist scene in Nashville is nuts. The tourist scene's pretty nuts. Uh, Broadway is pretty close to Bourbon Street, not as crazy, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, a lot of construction, a lot of things are being built down there. I was there two years ago, uh, in August 2020, and in those mm -hmm. two years since I've been back, it's way different. It's completely different. They added a Batman building. What? Yeah, like there's, there's this is a giant building, but like there's like tips like on the spec. Battiers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You got to send me a picture. It's, I'll send you a picture. It's pretty weird. Yeah. But after that, dude, I went to Atlantic City. I was in Atlantic City last weekend. So I was back <laughs> from Nashville last Thursday. Then Friday, we drove out to Atlantic City. Uh, I didn't I didn't break even. I didn't lose money. I went right at even. So I went in with $200, ready to lose $200. First night, um, or first half of the night, I was up 100 then down 100 And okay. then I left the night up 200 and then the next okay. night we went back and I lost it all. You lost it. Lost it all. So I, I left even. Ah, test, test. But yeah, dude, roulette and blackjack. It's, that's my shit, I guess. Yeah, stick with blackjack, man. Yeah, like, it was fun. Gotta... It was fun. So I had a great weekend. I'm miss. I'm sad I missed last week because I got a lot of rant and rave about. But Kay Murphy, I might break your heart tonight again. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Kay, we lost Kay. Did we lose Kay? Did we, lose, did we, did we lose, lost Kay? Really? Yep. Really? Internet we, down. We Any cases added again, Ricky? God damn it. <laughs> we can't have nice things at all. We have lost K yet again. Although I like I like this version of K. They look really studious. <laughs> right there. I love it. I love when, it when like we have KOTR. I love it when we have KOTR Boys Night. 
<laughs> it's like every it's like every other week this, this it's been a little too frequently recently not gonna lie ever since k moved yeah. to queens it's just been nothing but trouble <laughs> yeah seriously god i mean seriously k like just you guys need to pull in the extra money cut those cords and get the better internet service Dude, gig speed i pay 70 dollars for gig speed on optimum gig and speed, trust me it's optimum amazing. i need it i need it <laughs> yeah gig speed is amazing so while k Figures that out. I guess it's just us boys. So CM will you? Punk. CM Punk. Wait, yeah, wait for, wait for, wait for. So you, you've been gone. You were gone for like the Labor Day. Yeah. Recap of shit and what? So what were you able to watch? So I, I, I flew out on Sunday morning. So I, okay. I did watch Class of the Castle being at one o'clock in the afternoon was the best thing. I think Aries, Andrew Zarian's on something. All wrestling pay-per-view should be Sunday, Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Um, huh. It was the best. I just woke up, ordered a pizza. Did I order pizza? No, I got, what did I order? I got Mexican. I got Hoboken burrito. It was delicious. And just watched wow. Clash, watched Clash okay. of the Castle. It was, it was amazing. And then after that, uh, I just got, I packed. And I packed, smoked some <laughs> weed, watched some wrestling. Uh, not watched some wrestling. Played some video games. And then... Left here at like nine o'clock. Went to Jazz's house. Clash of the Castle was incredible. Um, it's it's it is it is the the from from the crowd to the layout. I love how WWE makes their their layouts are really simple, but it really has that really cool. It has a great effect on yeah. how it's shot. Yeah, I like I like the walkway, and it's a little ramp. I believe there's a small ramp. It's it, no, I think it was, I think they created like a platform. Platform that kind of steps down. That kind of steps down, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, exactly it was a sure. very, it was a fun show. You know, it felt like, it felt like a Saudi show, but it mattered more, in a in a weird way. Because the fans are into it more. Well, I, I'm not, the Saudi fans are actually excellent. I'm a big fan of Saudi fans because they they enjoy uh, everything. Uh, is Mix Murphy back? Hi, here I am. <laughs> there they are. There you are. But I, I don't Hi, know what everyone. it was about the UK, but like the matches felt more important. Like you know, like the like I, we didn't we didn't have an Undertaker versus Rusev in a casket match for no reason. Yeah. So I I fucking love UK wrestling. So the fans are always great. I thoroughly enjoyed the show. That main event, I didn't think for a second Drew was winning. Until he hit that last claymore, I was like, "Fuck, he's gonna actually win." Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I said, "Oh my god, he's going to do it in Cardiff." Like for s- for someone who was a hundred percent sure that he was that Roman was gonna walk out, the last second, I was like, "I think Drew's got this." <laughs> and then so, and Solo uh, Solo Uso came out, yeah. and broke my heart. And I- I go, "Son <laughs> I of screamed. a bitch, you did it I again, Triple H." Him. Dude, it was that match was. <laughs> Incredible. The the fake out with uh uh no carrying cross first because he was was just there but didn't do anything. He was just he was a red herring. What a yeah, what a great way to get a paycheck, by the way. Yeah, great red herring. (laughs) And then Austin Theory's gimmick of just getting beaten up before he cashes in. He's gonna do it at WrestleMania. You know he's gonna do it at WrestleMania. That's his WrestleMania moment. It could be his moment, yeah. I think honestly, dude, I think the rock hits a rock bottom (laughs) and then and that's the spot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, and then, what is it? You had you had Charles Robinson getting knocked out, which I think I mentioned this to Kay last week, but or I, I was you were talking to Charles, or I mentioned to Kay, or I probably said both. For some reason, whenever it's a Charles Robinson match, I never notice that it's Charles fucking Robinson. Yes, it's me. Until Charles Robinson gets knocked out, like I always forget he's the ref. 
That's a sign of a good rapper. <laughs> yeah. And when he gets knocked out, he goes, son of a bitch, it's Charles Robinson. Some shit's about to go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a phenomenal referee. He's, 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 the, he's literally a dusty finish rap for dude, WWE. Dude, I'm telling you, this one year, they just need a Hall of Fame class of just all the referees. Uh, I wish Tim White would have gotten in before he passed away. Yeah. He'll go in, he'll probably go in posh, posthumously. Posthumously, yeah. yeah. I, I believe that as well. Um, Tim White, he literally gave his career to wrestling because he his career ended at Hell in a Cell. He gave his life to wrestling. He took care of Andre, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a sandler. Yeah. He was a sandler, yeah. So, no, it was, that match, like, I don't, like, the main event of, the main event of Clash was fantastic, and I didn't think, and I still don't know if it topped Gunther versus Sheamus. Oh, it did. But Gunther, Ooh, oh, Gunther, Gunther versus Sheamus was outstanding as well. Me I love that triple. Like you know what? Majesty. Imperium's back. Yeah, that was, we that was a, he's like, he's like you know what? He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's bring the Italian back, or let's get someone else. It'll work. Um, yeah, no. I thought Sheamus so was going to win too. I thought Sheamus is actually going to win as well. It was close. It was close, and like we've said it before. Sheamus is one of the most underrated superstars of his generation. Oh, yeah. And if you mm-hmm. don't respect Sheamus after that match, you can probably go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, Sheamus really <laughs> is like he's one of the most underrated superstars ever for sure. He's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Underappreciated too. Yeah. He he just he puts on solid matches with anybody. He he works well. He's he's just really good. <laughs> Just really good. What else? Is, so you saw class. What else did you I, watch? I managed to actually. Here's the thing. So, um, I think it was what? Yeah, Sunday night because that was when All Out was. Mm. We were we were out, and then um, so we had this bar. Ricky, you'd love this bar. So it's bar. It's little. Okay. It's little hole in the wall. Perfect. Um, like a little dive bar. You like you don't like you don't you know. There's no front door. Like they gotta let you in. They like, you're on camera. They let oh, you in. Okay. Oh, okay. A little shady, but in, all right. in, <laughs> in like in groups. Like it's it's dark. There's like seven or eight tables. The gimmick is there's no menu. Every drink is seventeen dollars. You just tell your bartender, I like this kind of vibe. This kind of feels kind of flavor, and the bartender just makes you a drink. Oh, I love that. Okay. It was really cool. So I told someone like you know like. Like tropical with rum and pineapple, and fruity, but okay, it was phenomenal. It was amazing. It was a great drink. And then, like Mm -hmm. the next time, like Bad Bunny and like a lot of Spanish music was playing. So I go the vibe, the vibe of the music, just swap tequila with rum. (laughs) 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 So anyway, it it was there where uh, Jazz's friend Janie, who also lives down there, met up with us, and she was like, uh-huh. "Oh, my boyfriend Jesse's watching like wrestling tonight." Like, I was like, "Oh, is he?" <laughs> I was like, guess, "That worked out." I was like, "Hey, Jazz, guess where we're going?" So uh, th- we th- we got dropped off there. Me and Jesse watched wrestling. I got in. You got dropped off. You they they put yeah, they, you guys they, on they a play wanna, date. They didn't want to watch. Yeah, they went and did. They, they put went you on a play date. Yeah, they went and did something else. So yeah, I got put on a play date. It was amazing. So they could have girl time. We could have man time. It was great. So I got in like the third match, and he okay. told what happens. And then um, the show was fine. Like the wrestling was good. The Jungle Boy squash mm. was ballsy as fuck. Um, but especially because apparently Christian's having surgery, so he's hurt. So it's like, why didn't this, why, why didn't you take him? the L? Yeah, yeah, why didn't you take the L? I don't know. But um, the main event was really good. I love the finish. Mm-hmm. 
And then Punk had to... Mandrave came back. All right, cool. And then Punk had to fucking ruin all of it. Yeah. yeah. Hold, on, hold on to that. Hold on to that thought. I know I know you want I know you want to start, but hold on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. So were you able to see worlds collide at all or any remnants no, of no, it? No, I skipped all that. Okay. You should watch. You should watch Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. It is close. It's probably the third best match of that weekend. It is that good. You like you lo- you know how Carmelo Hayes is like trying to be like a pretend ball. He's he's pretty much trying to be like LeBron. Yeah. Okay, so his entrance was he used the digital screens around the uh, NXT arena and he hung jerseys of everybody he's beaten. That's pretty awesome. That's, <laughs> Before that's, he came out, that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> and then the end all, he 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 survives Ricochet, and at the end he hangs Ricochet's jersey on on one of the LED screens as he walks out. And then he just lost. Yeah, the Solo Sakoi. The, uh, listen, the bloodline's blood fucking powerful. I was waiting for Solo Sakoi to join, and when he showed up at class, I go, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah, it's pretty um, great, uh, uh, dude. Honestly, <laughs> I, I hope I hope he stays on the main roster, does double duty. Well, he, he brings he the has, American title. I, yeah, I think I think I think it would be a great idea for him to do double duty. I mean, his two older brothers are the Usos. Yeah, like what he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to say <laughs> wrestle that much on SmackDown, but he can Just show up with the, t- show show up with the, the title. title. Be a heavy, be a heel. Yeah, yeah. And when push comes to shove, he'll he'll be the one to kick Sami Zayn out. Yeah, dude, he's he's there to carry the Usos' bags for a little bit, learn a thing or two. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be great for his career for him to do double duty for sure. Get a get a nice pay bump. Yeah, get a hell like you said, get a hell of a match out of Sami Zayn, or vice versa. Sami Zayn would get a hell of a match out of him. Yeah, what we didn't talk about, or what what we should talk about, is also the thing that's dominating Raw. As well for you, uh, Will, since we're doing a quick recap, and we've all talked about this, K and I. Oh, evil uh, emo Dom? Dom turning, yeah. yeah I love the Dom term. <laughs> the Dom the Dom turn. Yeah. It was I thought it was a great turn. It was funny. You know it was predictable as fuck, but it was fun. You know, it was you, fun, you know what made it surprising? The fact that they won the match. Yes. That's what made it turn. Yes. I was like, oh. Because usually a turn happens when, when they, they lose. lose. Yeah. But the fact that Dom wasn't in the match and he wanted to be in the match, and so he t- he didn't get the glory of yeah. winning the match. The fact the fact that they won the match, thanks to Dom. Yeah. Made the turn. There's like, oh, okay, you got <laughs> me there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm a big fan of emo Dom. That was a hell of a lariat he gave his fucking father too. Yeah, that was good. He's been holding that back for a while. <laughs> Hold on back around. All right, so let, let's get into what got released earlier uh, earlier today. So earlier today, folks, the PWI Top 500, uh, ooh, I guess, male re- wrestling. Oh, let's go. Out. I love ripping this apart. It came out, <laughs> it came out this <laughs> Uh, earlier today, so it's it's got some interesting stuff. So before we get into the top ten, we're only gonna release the top ten because I'm not going through all fucking five hundred. Let's do top twenty five. Uh, <laughs> I only have the ten. I don't know about twenty five. I have ten. But if someone can find the twenty five, let me know. I'll be fine. Uh, before we get that, let's go into the criteria of this. So according to the criteria for the 2022 PWI five hundred, is this? Um, the evaluation period and activity is from July 1st, 2021 through June 30th of 2022. The activity requirements were a minimum of 10 matches total or six matches in 
in separate months. Uh, the ranking criteria was in-ring achievements, so win-loss records, championships, tournaments won. Influence, which means visibility and prestige within uh, a promotion and or the industry. Technical ability, which means quality of moves, uh, matches, and ring psychology. And the last criteria is competition. Wow. Success against the most varied and highest quality opponents available so that's their ranking criteria which i never knew until like a couple of hours ago it seems more stringent than i thought it was i have problems with this list already. i know who number one is i don't know anything else i got i got top 20 right here let's do top 20 not yet not yet okay i want you, i want you to hold on i want you to hold on for right of time Fucking up these cutscenes. Oh. Velveteen Dreams number 19. Can you believe that? Stop it. What? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Cut the fuck up. No, it's, actually, it's, it. it's, Ken, it's Kenny Stop Omega. It. Stop it. So, <laughs> so the, PWL, the PWI top 500, your number one man is someone who probably should have been number one for the last three fucking years. Uh, Roman Reigns, number one. Good. Well, yes, Roman Reigns is number one. Uh, what I have here, because I'll do one through ten. Well, you can do uh, eleven I'll do, through twenty. I'll do twenty to eleven. Yeah. So what we have here, uh, number one, Roman Reigns. Number two, Kazuska Okada. I'm, I don't know how, but okay, he's been doing well in New Japan. New Japan, uh, cool. He's a mark for him. Yeah. I get it. Everybody loves Okada. Um, number three, CM Punk. Number four, what? yes. Number four, Hangman Adam Page. Number five, uh, the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Number six, Cody Freaking Rhodes. Um, number seven, Brian Danielson. Number eight, El, El Hijo del Vikingo, which I actually don't know who that is. Uh, surprise, surprise. Number nine, Big E. Number ten, Jonathan Gresham, which is a huge accomplishment. For uh for Jonathan Gresham, uh, so that's that's a pretty actually big deal, especially since he left AEW and he's actually a free agent at the moment. Uh, but Will Terzak, who do you have for eleven through twenty? All right, so twenty is Drew McIntyre, nineteen is Kenny Omega, eighteen is Adam Cole, seventeen is Seth Rollins, sixteen MJF, fifteen Tanahashi. 14, Impact World Champion Josh Alexander. 13, Matt Cardona. Number 12, John Moxley. Number 11, Shingo Takagi. Mm. So first where, off. Where, where do you want to start? Go ahead, Will. MJF and oh Seth Rollins need to be in the top 10. I would probably put Wait. Seth. I would probably put Seth Rollins in the top five. Who was number two? I missed number two. Okada. Okada. Okay. Like, so Roman Okada Punk were the top three? Yeah. Yes, Roman Okada no. Punk. No. Obviously, Roman's number one. Like, duh, obviously, yeah. no question about it. Roman should have been number one last year, but they gave it to yeah, fucking they gave, Kenny. Yeah, they gave it to Kenny. Oh, Okada, fine. You know, I don't know anything about New Japan, mm-hmm. but I know he's, I think he just won a G1 again for the third time in a row or something like that. Well, yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it to Punk. So, Kenny, yeah. like, he's, I think he qualifies based on the criteria of the list. Mm-hmm. So, I think no problem with that. CM Punk number three. No. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. K, K, hold on. K Murphy, did you just say CM Punk should not be number three on the PWI 500? Correct. Why? Elaborate. Yeah, elaborate for me. Because I feel like while he's had a big impact, I feel like he, 
based on how much he's wrestled, I don't think you should be number three. Where would you put him? I would put him in the top ten, but may, like maybe like it's somewhere between like five to eight, maybe. But okay. like not three. Like I think Moxie should be in the top ten. I do as well. Mm. Um. Okay. I Punk could it. even argue Mox for number three. I could argue. I Honestly. Would, I could probably, I would argue Mox, Seth, or MJF for number three. This is how you know I've grown as like a wrestling fan, as a wrestling podcaster. Hey, I'm so, okay, I'm so I'm proud like, of you. <laughs> you're, you're arguing against CM Punk. And not only that, yeah. it's a very good argument. I was kind of okay with Punk <laughs> at number three, but K might have changed my mind. I wouldn't have given as much of a shit if Ricky didn't read all that criteria off. Punk, love him. Mad at him right now, which we'll get to later. But, like, I don't think he fulfills that criteria as well as, like, Moxley does, as Roman does, as Seth does, as MJF even. MJF, I can argue the wrestling a little bit because he doesn't wrestle that much either. But MJF should be higher. Yeah. Um, me, I, need to, for, I need to put, look at the list because yeah, go look at the, list. the Eddie is kicking in. Gotcha. Yeah, like I don't think Bobby Lashley's <laughs> number five either. Lashley's had a great year, but I'd probably put Lashley around number eight. Uh, Big E, Gresham, the Viking dude, and Brian Danielson should not be in the top ten at all. Well, you, well, all right. So let, let's let, let's look at the Big E situation in in and of itself. It's not his Gresham, fault, Big E. Obviously, Gresham, Well, well, yeah. I think I think what happens is look at Big E. Look, they said the criteria for for that run for Big E was between July of 2021 to June 30th of 2022. So in that time, Big E cashed in money in the bank. Mm-hmm. He became a world champion. Mm-hmm. He faced Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot who he he dropped. He, I forgot who he dropped to. Uh, uh, I forgot who he dropped the title to. Who well, did, it was in a multi-man match, wasn't it? Who did he drop the title to? Oh, Brock. No. What? Can I? Can I, I pronounce something I wild? Brock, but I don't remember how he dropped. I think it was a multi-man match where he did not get pinned. Yeah. I want to say it was like. I want to say it was it like was the elimination chamber. No, it was New Year's. New Year's. New Year's Evil. Whatever it was. The first. The uh, day one. Oh, yes, day one. No, because Brock wasn't... No, Roman couldn't show. Because Roman got COVID, remember? They had to stay... They, they just switched the last minute. And then Bro- and they put and they put Brock in the triple... They put Brock in the, in the title match instead. They put Brock in the title match and Brock won it. And Brock won Correct. it. Correct. And he was... And Biggie was still around the... Around the... Then he, 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 went, he went back with Kofi in the New Day. And yeah, and they were still around the scene event. He screwed up his neck. So there is an argument. There is an argument there for him to be in the top ten based on, again, the championships he's won and the quality of his opponents. Like facing Roman and Brock within that same time frame is a is a big is a big thing for him. I know. I don't think he had a good title run at all. It's not the fact that he had a title run, but it's quality of opponent. Yeah, it's also a quality of title run. I think I think I don't know what they how everything's weighted, but I would wait quality of opponent to like he faced Roman in a non-title match. Yeah, I mean, at yeah, Survivor he, Series. Sure, yeah, so he, had, that, he had good he had good opponents, but like major. Yeah. I, so I would put quality yeah. quality of title run. I would put under major feuds because that's just like where you position on the card. Sure. So he was still kind of an upper mid card champion. Well, because Roman's so dominant. Yeah. I think when your number Roman, one's Roman that was, strong. Roman was wrestling every day. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, like, yeah, he was he was a strong number two, sure. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't, um, his title one was very meh to me. I, 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 his character was just the exact same. I think his character was a little bit more serious, but, like, again, it's one of those things, like, we won't know how much his character could have evolved because he got fucking injured. You know what I mean? And, like, also, like, what is it, Jim? A lot of first runs as champion aren't good. Like, Jericho's first run as champion was shit. Um, Drew's first run as champion was was just poor circumstance. Yeah, COVID. It was a great run. It was just <laughs> yeah. during COVID. Yeah, just poor circumstance. So, like, I think there's hope for Biggie to get that title shot again. I mean, first and foremost, I want him to be healthy enough to wrestle and not hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, first and foremost. But I think, I still think there is a, there's a debatable argument there for him to be in the top 10, if not the top 15. I think, he, I, think I would say top 15, sure. I think, I think he missed too much time for top 10. No, he got injured right before Mania. Mania was right in April. April. So he he missed like so. Missed, oh, he missed like he a, missed month. a okay, month. He missed a month of that criteria. Yeah. All right. So you know what? you make a better case, son. You do make a good argument. Yeah, it's, it's the that length of time is really crucial. It's a funky amount of time, but that length of time is really crucial to where you place people. You know, in 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 the grand yeah, scheme. Yeah, yeah, because it's not it's not now to now. It's yeah, it's certain criteria that makes more sense. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, Biggie did have a good run. He just. Won the title a year ago, like this week. Exactly. Yeah, on Tuesday, I think. Yeah. What? What? What is it? An atrocity to me is how in the hell is Seth Rollins not in your top five? Yeah, I would probably put Seth Rollins three, three or five. I think Adam Page mm-hmm. is a good number four. I'm like going through the full list right now. Yeah. And some of the shit I'm seeing is insane. AJ Styles is seventy four. Yeah, I know that he hasn't done a whole lot, but it's just wild to me that like AJ Styles is like Oh, he's not a 74 like wrestler in the world. He's just he didn't do much during that time frame. He's chilling. Yeah. Getting a paycheck. Exactly. Hook he's is one twenty-four. I think that's a, that's no stop it. Hook needs to go to like four ninety nine. Hook hasn't done shit. Oh, Come stop on, it. stop. Hook's <laughs> over. Hook. Hook is so over. Hook's over, dude. Jeffrey is 160. Who? Jeff Hardy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, know what the fuck you want me to say. All right. Apparently, Sting's not even on the list. <laughs> <laughs> For the amount of things that Sting has jumped off of in the past year. Yeah, dude, how is Sting, how is Sting like not number 200? Just on just on a, a attempts of trying to harm his own body. Hell, dude, I put I'll put Sting in the top fifty. <laughs> dude, I probably couldn't name fifty wrestlers. Dolph Ziggler's two eighty five. That's way too low. That's yeah, that's way he needs to be higher. Yeah, Moxley's Moxley's too low. MJF Seth Rollins is too low. I think Drew's fine at twenty. I think Kenny's yeah, fine at 19. Drew's going to have a better better year this year than he did in that last criteria year. Yeah. yeah. That's my that's my thoughts on it. Um so this is the this is the original PWI list and this is obviously focusing more on male wrestlers. However, there are there are not. two more lists that do come out. So I think PWI uh, 500 deals with heavyweight title contenders, junior heavyweights, and open division contenders as well. The women's PWI 150 
the women's PWI from 50, which is a newer one, is going to be coming out at the end of October that deals with women's title contenders, women's division talent, and women's promotions talent. And then also the latest of their PWI list, the Tag Team 100, the 100 best tag teams in wrestling, will be going out um, digitally at the beginning of December. So the PWI 500, obviously the biggest one we're talking about right now. A month from now, we'll be talking about the women's 150, which should be a wildly interesting conversation piece. Moose is 21. <laughs> That's also wildly interesting as Let's well. Let's get ready um, to pop <laughs> some heads. Moose. Moose. Um, and then the tag team 100s will also be an interesting thing as well. Moose has been doing well. Moose just fucked up his time. Moose Moose should have been WWE a couple years ago. He just fucked it up. Yeah. I forgot Eddie how, Kingston, but he number 40. Up. That's good. I'll take that. Yeah. Darby Allen, 45. Okay. <laughs> How do you have Randy Orton below Shinsuke Nakamura? Injury. Yeah, but yeah. Wh- when did he get injured? Right after us, right after WrestleMania. Oh, that's right, Randy. Where's Riddle on this then? Yeah, how is how is Randy Orton forty seven and Shinsuke Nakamura forty six? Ooh. You tell me. You're saying Ricochet is lower than Riddle. Actually, Ricochet is higher than Riddle. Where's Ricochet at? Ricochet is like fifty. And Riddle's Rick, Rick, Ricochet is 54. Where is Matt Riddle? Because that's interesting because Riddle's been on a great run. Keith Lee's number 80. <laughs> uh, Theory's 96. Homicide, hmm. number 105. Where the fuck is Matt Riddle? <laughs> is he in the hundreds? Matt Riddle's He's 180. 180. Yeah, yeah. 20 below, um, yeah. I'm a little shocked that Sting Matt is 173. Riddle... So you're telling me Sting had a better year. Sting is 173. Matt... Let's go. <laughs> Sting, oh my God. Sting is in between W. Morrissey at 172 <laughs> and Ray Mysterio at 174. Do you tell me Noam Dar had a better <laughs> than Matt Riddle? <laughs> no, 180 That's... is Matt Hardy. 183 is Nick Jackson. 184 is Matt Jackson. Okay, Riddle's Riddle's 89. Mm. Okay, Riddle's 89. And Randy Orton's 47. Okay. Gotcha. All right, so let, let's pivot here. So, because um, I know I know you want to, I know Will wants to go on a bit of a rant real quick, and I know you don't think CM Punk, and I agree with you, CM Punk should not be in the top five. Uh, but you also had some other things to say about Punk that you didn't get to air because you were not on the show last week. And I'm going to give you that time to air some of your grievance with Punk and the media scrum from hell, which will be a great dark side of the ring three years from now. Dude, make it tomorrow, all right? You already got the footage. Uh, <laughs> I want to see that fight footage. I know it's out there. Um, 12 people think it's, 12 people think it's, the, 12 people think it's, think it's the work. Hey, where's the footage? Oh, man? no, it's not. It's definitely not. Yeah, dude, CM Punk is the modern-day Bret Hart. That's just a fact. That is just a goddamn <laughs> fact. And what I mean by that is someone's got to sit him down and go, pal, it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's, it's not real. Wrestling, man, wrestling's fake. And, uh... You're not you're not a world champion. <laughs> like I I it's it's too real, man. And CM Punk makes the guy who made a career of burying his own grave. Why didn't CM Punk make it to the tippy top? He got in his own way. Literally. Like, 
This is just the story of CM Punk, and it really is sad because the guy does have such a connection with the audience. It's like, dude, I get you're upset about Colt Cabana. You're really annoyed about Colt Cabana. But, bro, no one fucking asked you about Colt fucking Cabana. <laughs> you just saw his friend and went fucking off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Again, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why? Why? Why did you do it, Phil? Why did you do it? Why? What is the point? <laughs> did you? So apparently they're saying that CM Punk said about two weeks before um, All Out or whatever that wait, that the press conference is going to be interesting. So apparently this is all premeditated. Even dumb And scripted. Yeah, like Punk... Well, apparently you didn't tell someone then. Apparently you didn't tell the Young Bucks. Maybe that wasn't part of your plan. Like, uh, I think Tony might have kind of known that he was going to say something. I'm not, I, don't, I don't claim to know for sure. I've heard that Tony like kind of knew, but not really. Like Punk, I guess, indicated that he was going to say something about whatever. This is also and my other thing. Why are you, you having, Why are you having a media scrum? Why? TK, why have you a media scrum? Dave Meltzer is not part of the media. I've been going back and forth with this in my mind too. Like, should should wrestling journalists like should they be considered media? Like, are they do they think they're ESPN and CBS sports? Because they're not. They're not. My number one, <laughs> not. My number one goal was to get into an AEW scrum and interview punk. Cause I could trick someone enough and to believe that I am I could be considered wrestling. Why, media. why are marks asking wrestlers questions and <laughs> posing as the media? Like this <laughs> this would ne- you know why this would never happen in WWE? Because Fox Sports and <laughs> and like actual and, and ESPN are actually talking to them. It's <laughs> like the actual media <laughs> who actually matters is having an actual media scrum. <laughs> You know what's crazy about this whole thing is that WWE at Clash had a media scrum yeah, as they well. Did. They had, you know who's there? Was Sky Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel Hawani was there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like Dana White was probably there too saying, yeah, what's up, Tyson? <laughs> like, <laughs> like actual media people were there. Like, yeah. You think Dave Meltzer would ever be in an NBA scrum? <laughs> like, <laughs> Here's the craziest part about it was like Roman Reigns was in character in the media scrum and walked out because the media wouldn't acknowledge him. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. Yeah. He's not burying anybody. He's just being cool. And like, okay, so, so, so first off, that's problem number one. CM Punk don't respect the media because I don't either because they're not media. <laughs> like, if, you, if you listen to Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer's a decent writer who's been around forever and is a legend in the business. I don't want to take credit away from Dave Meltzer, but bro, I'll give him that. you are I don't a, like you are a pseudo journalist. You are a working journalist. Like you are, you are a, you are a made up journalist who covers made up things. That's why Dave it's okay. For you, that's why is, it's okay for you to be wrong all the time. It's not real news. I was like, Dave Meltzer is a working journalist. He's like, he's a journalist that gets work. That's what Dave Meltzer yeah. is. Yeah. He's a journalist that gets worked. <laughs> So that's a, a big problem. That's a big problem. Then back to CM Punk. You don't just bury your EVPs. You don't just bury the business owner's partners when you're sitting right fucking next to them. Like, and then you say, come find me. 
and then you're shocked when they do indeed come and find you. Not only the whole, <laughs> not only did they find him, they kicked in total young buck fashion. They kicked the door down. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> I just I want to because I want to see as them. Well. I want them to go I want super. To st- I want to go BT sugar. <laughs> like I really hope it Kenny through the knee. <laughs> I hope they said the move like it was Naruto. It's the approach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you! <laughs> like, straight anime. Someone online needs to read needs to redo this fight Dude, scene. Someone get the, someone get the Polly anime. tunes. He does the Joe Rogan tunes. So he's the best. He's the best. But yeah. So first, first you went rogue. This is this is the second time you're doing this. The All over second muffins, time by the way. All over muffins. All over nothing. And like, yeah, you got an ego. That's a problem. Right, you're a piece of shit. You took matters into your own hands. I'm not excusing the young bucks and Kenny and to, to whatever the other guy's name was and Christopher Daniels because they start. They, oh, um, a, a steel, a steel through the chair. Like you don't just react with violence. Like you're not right either. Because I know I'm shitting a lot on punk, but Kenny Bucks, like you're also a piece of shit. You are also an asshole. You also should not just go to violence because your feelings got hurt with words. So you're a fucking snowflake too. And your yeah. egos are out of control as well. Um, that being said, I would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> and I would also be wrong. That's just me being Kenny, honest, like- man. That's just human nature. Like they, they don't yeah. get a they don't get a pass. But they, they get it and I get it. <laughs> Apparently, Kenny has, is the one that got uh, Punk's dog out of the fight because the dog was there. Yeah, I got the dog out of the fight. Like one of the young bucks, Penny tried to get one of the wives out, out of the room. Um, a Steel <laughs> bit Kenny Omega, which I think is really funny. Yeah, I think that's um, That's like wild to me that A Steel wasn't fired. So it's for yeah. biting. In a- yeah. Also, also, as Booker T said in his own podcast, who the fuck is Ace Steel? Yeah, who the fuck is Ace Steel? <laughs> it's like, who is Ace Steel? Like, is this his man's 15 minutes of fame? Like, who, who's Ace Steel? Why should I care? He, like, I, trained punk, but I don't... Uh, we lose... Up, get, oh, we went up, 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 okay. Up, 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 put that, put that up, camera on me, Ricky. Put that camera on me. Camera's uh, back on you again. The biggest... The biggest pro... Well... <laughs> One of the biggest problems in all this is you completely inadvertently buried MJF as well. MJF is back after a great angle, which was an actual work that we, Mickey, you and I got fooled on. So touche to AEW. You buried that. No one gives a fuck about MJF right now. Yeah. You ruined the program. You ruined, you ruined his push. You ruined his return. You ruined all of your on-screen programming. Because I know there's no such bad thing as P- there's no such thing as bad PR. This is the closest as you're gonna get. Because yeah. yeah, people are talking about your product. They're gonna watch your product. But as soon as all that backstage drama is taken care of on TV, first and foremost, because you have to, they turn off the TV. They go watch something else. Because yeah. your your on screen product cannot be successful if the only thing people care about is your backstage schoolyard bullshit drama. It just can't. Yeah. It just can't. And I, I do feel bad for TK. I love calling him TK, Tony Khan. Um, but, bro, you got to get the bull by the horn to start fucking firing some people. Yeah, that's, that's what I think with TK. Like, I, I, I mentioned this last week. I said, 
the what I like about Tony Khan, um, when there is a AEW controversy that kind of gets out of hand, he is the first person to respond and respond swiftly. Yeah. However, it shouldn't always get to that point where he has to do some sort of PR move to save face. Yeah. Like I, I mentioned the example, like when the Sammy Guevara shit came out and it looked really bad. Tony Khan was like, listen, we understand he's suspended. We're going to get him training. He can't come back until we are satisfied with him, which is great. Perfect move. You know, he did the same thing. He's done the same thing with the Hardys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's done it with uh, Moxley. Moxley as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, but when there is something that is blatantly fucking up in, like, you are right next to the guy who was fucking up your product. Yeah. In your face. Yeah. Cut his mic off. Pull him to the side. Do something. You gotta do don't something. Just, don't just, don't, don't just, just take sit it. Sit there. Don't just yeah. take it. Like, TK, it's not your fault, but God damn it, it's your responsibility. Yeah. So the question is, what do you do? What do you do if you're Tony Khan? And this is what I think I would do. Mm-hmm. I would fire anyone who isn't Kenny, the Bucks, and maybe Punk. Everyone else involved, you're fired. You're you're, you're gone. You just you can't do that. You gotta send a message to the whole everybody. Now, mm-hmm. um, you keep the Bucks and Kenny because it's their company too, right? They fucked you. Give them a big suspension. You scold them heavily, but I don't think you fire them. I don't think you can do that. Now, I don't know. I, that would EVPs. I don't know if you can do that. You also probably can't do that because they have stake in the yeah. company, right? Like, yeah, it, that, that's a lot of that's a big legal legal issue with Punk. Yeah. I say maybe because they be demoted. Maybe, maybe they be demoted, it or, could or be. you know what? They can't be on screen characters anymore. Something, something. Yeah. I think that can be worked out between the four of them, three of them. But with Punk, mm. I say maybe because I don't think the decision should be up to TK. I think, listen, the locker room apparently allegedly has a lot of heat on Punk, and you have no respect amongst the boys right now. So what I would do is I would go to the boys. I would get a group of the seniors. I would get someone like Jericho, Moxley, people who are veterans of the industry, Christian, mm-hmm. JR, the people you hide, Big Show, Mark Henry in the back, and they go, are guys. You, are you saying, are you instituting wrestler's court again? Absolutely. I would go, guys, this is an issue with the, this is a locker room issue above all. The locker room decides, does Punk come back? Set the terms. I don't think in the history of the original wrestler's court did they ever have the livelihood of someone's career on the line. However, I was like, I was like, do you do you want him back in your locker room? Can you do business with him? Like, for a business perspective, I think it makes a lot of sense to make amends because Punk still has money to his name. He does make the dollars in a sense. He's not wrong. But mm-hmm. amends need to be made, and you as the head of the company need to make a statement and make amends with your locker room as well. You got to send a message, yeah. and you got to make amends to your boys, making sure you know everything's all right. Because morale in that locker room, I'd imagine, is fucking piss poor. If I'm hanging out on page, I'm asking for my release today. Today. I'm on the, I'm on the phone with Trish be like, what the fuck can you do for yeah. me? Yeah, Malachi Black was also <laughs> released, by the way. On a, that was, I think that was for his... It's conditional, it's condi- I believe. Yeah, there, there's, yeah, there's other things going on there, but... Like, dude, people are going to start asking for their releases because Keith mm-hmm. Lee and Swerve also got into a little spat to scrum as well. Yeah, that was that was also a weird thing where... Um, Wait, what happened with them? I didn't see... Well, I only saw Punk's with them, it was like they... 
during their match which was a fantastic match against the acclaim it was one of the best matches on the AEW card which is drawn out in and of itself um uh, a media person or whatever asked them about the possibility of like a rematch um and tony khan was kind of all for a rematch and swerve was swerve was in a mood like, I, I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, was I don't just, know what the fuck it was up. And Keith Lee, too. Keith Lee, was, Keith Lee was kind of a little bit more passive about it. Dude, it kind of feels like him and Swerve don't like each other. That also could be in it. I never thought of it that way, but that also could be a thing as well. I wondered that, too, if they didn't like each other. You know, but, like, Swerve was kind of all about, like, why didn't... Oh, I think somebody asked the question on how come they didn't do, like, a, a switch in the middle because the acclaim was so fucking over. Yeah, to which I say, I say, what a dumb fucking question. Satin, what do you got? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and Tony Khan kind of like hyped the fact of a rematch, blah, 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 blah. And Swear was really about it. And then Tony Khan tried to, I guess, kind of talk to Swear and something like, yo, this is just a suggestion, blah, blah, blah. And you hear Swerve audibly say on the mic, okay, you you know, do what you want. You're ahead of a company, but don't be, a, don't get mad if someone gets hurt. And he goes, are we done here? And they fucking walk off, and I go, oh, oh, that didn't go as planned. No, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. Was bad. Also, to the, to, to the audible, if I'm in the ring and someone calls an audible, I'm going to be like, no, this is what we agreed on before the match. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you and your audible. The I, only time an audible is acceptable someone's is hurt. If, so, if someone's hurt. Yeah. And someone's hurt, and there's a title on the line, and that title cannot go... I don't know if that's a question that's ever been asked to Bischoff, Jr., Bruce Pritchard, anyone who's in a booking position. Have you ever called an audible and changed the finish mid-match? Like, other, other than an injury, I don't. What, yeah, uh, what, other than an injury, no. Other, other than like, 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 like has a situation like, like people proposed for the acclaimed ever actually happened? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I, I can't think of one. I have, I've yeah. never heard someone speak on one. If I ever talk to Bridget or Conrad or whoever, I'm going to ask that question. That's a yeah. great question. It, it is. It's a fucking phenomenal question. Um, but you know, TK needs to get a hold of a locker room. TK needs, TK needs executives that aren't wrestling marks. Or dude, um, if you're gonna be one of the boys, fucking be one of the boys. Take him, take his ass. And to have someone else run the company. Yeah, or yeah, or take his ass to wrestling court. Yeah, like it's it's getting bad. And I, I said it just like like as much as I like kind of have my issues with AEW and I've had them for a while. Like you still don't want to see a company that has been so as quickly successful as them from a from a popularity standpoint to just go belly up. They're not going to go. They're not. They're not going to go belly up. Absolutely not. I'm. But I'm saying, but you don't want to. But like, you, you, but the 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 seeds are there for like this can crash if you if you don't start turning the ship. Yeah. You know, you but you could hit this iceberg and start sinking if you don't do anything about it uh, right now. And well, the, well this you know, this, be, this this and this that's pain. frustrating right. because all of this was fucking avoidable. Well, and none of this shit needed to happen. The punk decided I can be unhinged because I'm cocky and because I'm AEW's number one draw, I can say whatever the fuck I want without repercussion. And that's when Tony should have stepped in his ass and said, you know what, punk, you're not fit to do this media scrum right now. Or some of that be like, leave, we can deal with whatever, whatever's bothering you later. And you bring in somebody else like Tony's. Tony's right there for all with all of his talent at these media scrums. And that should be a sign to people to be like, all right, if I fuck up, 
Tony's gonna pull the mic because like during a bunch of media media scrums or media stuff for like WWE, if Vince is there, no one's going off script. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and Tony Tony wanted to laud himself as like you know the longest tenured CEO as soon as Vince retired, but. Vince got that because he commanded respect. He is nowhere near the respect that Vince McMahon has in the industry. No one would think of doing that to Vince McMahon. Exactly. Vince I, is not revered. Can you imagine? I don't think people would think about doing that to Dixie Carter. I really yeah. don't. I think a lot of people, that's such people who would be doing those media scrums, they probably really liked Dixie because, you know, they were put over. Um, yeah. But I, I think, I don't think Dixie had a locker room problem. I don't think she had a. I don't think she had a respect problem. I don't think think she had a, she had a management problem. problem. She had a. She had a. I want to be on TV problem. Yeah, yeah. That was her ego problem. <laughs> but in terms of business and you know relationships with the, with the boys, I remember heard the boys talk bad about Dixie Carter as like a as an executive. Yeah. Maybe maybe you know. a little maybe a little. She doesn't know what she's doing, but nothing like negative. Nothing negative. And Tony had Tony has this issue. Tony needs to grow some balls and stop trying to be everybody's friend. You know, um, what is it? Scott Hall, the late great Scott Hall, may he rest in peace, had the greatest line ever when he moved over to WCW. You can either make money or you can make friends. Yeah, very much. Already have a lot of friends. True. Time to make some money. Um, well, it's it's <laughs> you know how like we as Marks ask, why doesn't WWE do this? Why can't they just do this? I feel like AEW just answers those questions. And they go, here's why. <laughs> <laughs> why can't we get what the marks why can't we always do what the marks want well fucking here's why that's why <laughs> yeah like somehow Shawn Michaels is a great executive but Kenny Omega is not <laughs> like, like <laughs> you, know, you know why like, it's like you think you would have learned from uh, NWA AWA like any other territory WCW you cannot be an on screen wrestler and an executive Exactly. You can't do it. You can't the, do it. It's not going to work. That's why Cody left. That's why Cody left. That's why Cody left. That's why yeah. Cody left. You can't do both. You can't do both because egos will get in the way. You can't mix wrestler ego with, oh, fuck, I have to run this company ego. Yeah, and, it doesn't and, work out. oh, I want to be on TV ego. Yeah, it's just, it's human nature. That's why it's like I understand why Kenny and the Bucks went through fists because that's just, it's human nature. It's human nature. It's just, yeah. it's impossible. Any person in that situation, well, at least most most men in that situation, probably would have done mm-hmm. what Kenny and the Bucks did. I agree with you, friends. Vince did do both, but Vince was always pushing a storyline to help get somebody else over. And then you can make the argument, yes, Vince made himself WWE champion, but it was still in storyline to help get somebody else over or even more over than they were before. I think at that point it also didn't fucking matter. It was 1999. And they were it also just, didn't. Yeah. They were destroying <laughs> Monday Night War. And honestly, <laughs> everything. Vince is in a man's like. I've been Vince in a room. like I wonder if this will work. It's so crazy. <laughs> it just might work. And guess what? It fucking worked. It fucking worked. The yeah. product was so hot. Val Venus was over. Listen, Val Venus. I love him. I love some fucking Val Venus. I do too. Like old Val, Val. I'm a big old... fan of Val. <laughs> he should be a Hall of this Famer, should, but he can't. This shit that Val Venus got away with was amazing. Yeah. So hopefully, I hope CM Punk's fired just because I love that I'm comparing him to Bret Hart because he takes wrestling way too seriously. He takes his character way too seriously. Apparently, he takes Colt Cabana like he like Bret took Shawn Michaels way too seriously. Who would have thought Colt Cabana <laughs> would be the Shawn Michaels of this compare of this group? 
Yeah, listen, in in one year, in less than or one year's time, CM Punk went from the talk of a town to he became he he lived enough to see himself become the villain. Dude, you gotta stop burying the pillars of that company. You got two of them now. Seriously. What's next? What's next? You're gonna just break Jungle Boy's arm on purpose? Like, yeah. It's just like you gotta fuck oh Britt God. Baker and like make her leave the company. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how many more pillars like, you got? <laughs> oh, yeah, and you did MJF. Might. You did MJF again yeah. too. You got three pillars yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like yeah, and I'm with you too. But like, I'm not. I would not be surprised if Adam Page says, "Get me the hell out of Get here." Get me out, dude. Like. He's buried yeah. me twice now. And like it's it's gone and to the point. And you're doing nothing looks, about it. And it's gotten to the point where CM Punk looks like he's not going to stop. No, dude, you can't control CM Punk. CM Punk is not yeah. respect Tony Khan. CM Punk didn't respect oh. Vince McMahon. You think he's gonna respect Tony Khan? And he still speaks about Vince uh with, with more regard yeah. than Tony. Dude, he hasn't he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't respect the veterans in the back either. He said he said he said, he said, he said about the veterans, like, I don't need your advice. Yeah. It's like, dude. Have some like show some respect. Yeah. If Jr. gives you advice or offers you advice, you don't say no. Seriously, you, yeah, can, you can listen to it and tell him to fuck off in your head. That's fine. <laughs> I'll do it with yeah. Jr. His advice gives some pretty bad advice sometimes, but you don't just say, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> fucking child, dude, child. Yeah, here, all right, so let's do the end all be all here before we move on to the uh, to the very surprising news that I think Kay has no idea about. Um, what? Just wait for it, Kay. Here, here's my question for you, Kay, and this this is the end all be all. If you are Tony Khan, if you are Tony Khan, and everything that's happened with CM Punk has happened in the past several weeks, what do you do about CM Punk specifically? Are you suspending him? Are you stripping him of a title? Things that have already happened, or are you going further than that and considering uh, terminating his contract? I would definitely suspend him first. They ship him from the title and all of that before I made the decision about termination. But I do think at this point, um, I also think that if Punk keeps his job, he'll be really lucky. And Mm. while I don't want to say that I support CM Punk getting fired because I don't like Mm. love that. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think he deserves this. If if he comes back, he doesn't deserve the top spot. Like, I don't think he respects anyone besides himself, which is fine, I guess. But not if you're trying to be this top guy. Like, he's just... That scummy was just such a dick for literally zero reason. And he, every, even down to him pitching, like, he was, he was pitching that bakery, and he had a garbage bag of seltzer, like, get it together. You just won the title, and you, I would not have known CM Punk won the title by watching that. Yeah. And that defeats the point. I feel like that defeats the point of the media scrum. The media scrum is to, you know, celebrate the win and look to what's next. And instead, Punk went unhinged for 20 minutes and ate muffins. Yeah. Like, Ricky, here's what you do. Yeah. I got it. What I got you, the perfect solution. 
So right, you're gonna you're gonna fire CM Punk, but you're gonna do it by uh, the mail. Yeah. You're gonna do it by the mail, oh, and no. it's it's gonna get it's gonna get in the mail on oh, his wedding birthday. anniversary. <laughs> which, by the way, shout out to my parents. Their 37th anniversary is today. Oh, congratulations! So happy anniversary! And then you don't stop there, Ricky. Thank you. You don't stop there, Ricky. You go up on Dynamite mm. the next day, wearing a CM Punk shirt, and you just open open Dynamite him in the ring, and you kiss him goodbye. And you just leave. Wow. That's what TK, wow. that's what TK does. No words. And then that, that's mm-hmm. it. No one hires CM Punk ever again. He can he can join control your narrative wrestling. Which <laughs> doesn't even have any owners anymore because they're all back in WWE. Back in, yeah, he seems to be still available. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would do. <laughs> if I was petty. That's if what he, I would do. If, if they decide to keep him, which I don't think they should. Decide to keep him in my in my burning. Um, they need to do to CM Punk what they did to Triple H when Triple H was about to win King of the Ring, and didn't get that, and they gave the push to Austin. He needs to learn to eat shit and like it for a very long time. And if he doesn't like it, see you later, then. And as 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 Mr. Fred said, put him on dark elevation for a couple for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty uh, Kenny, Kenny yeah. and the Bucks. What I would do is I'd be like, "Listen, guys, you are no longer everyday wrestlers. You are only EVPs and vice presidents. Since and you're you, never winning titles again, you're never winning titles. Since you are a draw and you do put asses in seats, you are on a Brock contract. We wrestle once, twice, maybe four, up to four times a year. That's it." Honestly, that's how, what it should have been from the get-go. Honestly, I think or put I th- them as or put them as on-screen authority figures of some sort. Or is that too much power? I think that's too much power. I think mm-hmm. I think because you got to punish them. Like, listen, you're no longer okay. you're no longer everyday wrestlers, but I can't I can't I can't I can't from a business perspective. I have to put you in main event matches because you're a draw. Like mm-hmm. Moxie Omega is money. You can put like we still have Brian Omega. Like there's so many Omega matches to have and so many Young Bucks matches that need to happen. Like those matches have to happen for business sake and booking. Sure. But it's like you're only doing it on big matches. You only have you're big not, matches. You're not every day. You're not, you're you're not every like, that's your punishment. But those can be pay per view matches. Yeah, like, pay per view matches. The Young Bucks do not need to be on weekly television wrestling. Yeah, at, at first they did, but now that the company's three years old and it's established, I don't think the Kenny and the Bucks need to be on TV every week anymore. Yeah, when you when you first started, obviously you go to the town that people know to kind of start get the engine yeah. rolling. It's or you know or you no longer EVPs, no longer vice presidents. You still have your equity because this is your company, but you sure. have, you're just everyday wrestlers. Yeah, it's, you got to make a choice. Either you are a ta- either you are a talent and you have no executive power, or you're not a talent and you have all the executive power. You cannot yeah, you be should both. Should not be both. You're a super part time talent because mm-hmm. for fucking now because we fucking need you, assholes. Yeah, <laughs> and you're <just> executives. <laughs> Yeah, so guess who showed up in our whole thing right now, and he said, fire CM Punk through Carrier Pigeon, which would be hysterical. Uh, Taquan is here. He goes, I'm late, but whatever random Hi, Taquan. I told you guys. I told you. I'm late, but whatever time is an illusion. Rick and Morty Greek philosophy, that's shit. I said that's weak, still applies. He was getting top. He says, I was on the campus movie theater. I wish I had a campus movie theater. Campus movie theater watching this indie film called Emily the Criminal. That sounds sounds pretty nice. It does sound pretty interesting, actually. But be with that, that's all we can talk about for AEW. I mean, it's a long time to talk about for AEW in a very, very long time. Yeah, man. Very, very long I mean, time. I still think cool things happen on AEW. I'm sad Malachi's gone. I think it's 
I don't think it's because I don't know why he's leaving. Honestly, he might just. I be heard he's having mental health stuff. That might be it. That's that's my best guess. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't positioned terribly. He wasn't positioned great, but he wasn't positioned terribly. There is yeah. potential for more for him, but I decided this week I am not going to Grand Slam, which is a fucking shame because it's in my backyard. Yeah. But like, I don't have it in me to go. This punk shit has just bummed me the fuck out. Yeah. Jeff Hardy shit bummed me the fuck out. Malachi's gone. Like, but hey, I, hey, while there's Pac is a two Pac is like, a two title champion. You can now call him. That is Pac. true, and like there is there is stuff that I enjoy in AEW, like independent of like Shout my three Tupac favorite now. wrestlers. Shout out to Tupac. But I don't know. Good it job. just. It's unnecessary draw. A lot of it's unnecessary shit that did not need to happen. And hopefully they can wade through this storm. Um, yeah. Hopefully, but who knows. But anyway, let's move on uh, to the big thing that happened uh, last night, uh, Mix Murphy and Will Tarzak. So as you know, NXT, a little over a year ago, dropped their black and gold and went to what some people called the Nickelodeon multicolor NXT logo. And they celebrated one year of NXT 2.0 as you guys see with that lovely uh nxt 2.0 design and so they had a celebration they did some stuff uh carmelo dropped the north american title to solo sokoa which could mean he's going from nxt title and should take it off Braun breaker or he might be getting called up to raw or smackdown which also would be fantastic as well for him because he's the last of the great indie talents that wwe signed so he kind of has that legacy to uphold however as a little bit of an Easter egg, Kamer, if you're watching this, as a little bit of an okay. Easter egg, um, they had a little they had a little vignette at the end of NXT, um, yeah. with a voiceover by Shawn Michaels, and they said that NXT is keeping evolving. So, do you see the NXT logo on the screen, Kamer? Yeah, the Nickelodeon. Yes, that is no more. Oh yeah. Take a look. Oh, that was at great. The, I saw that this morning. At the revamps return to what what seems to be a return to a black and gold standard of NXT. 2.0 after one year seems to be no more. Thank they, God. I might have to gold. watch NXT again. <laughs> Me too. That was my first thought. I was like, God damn it. I sent this. I, I sent this to Will in the middle of the day, and he just sent back crying emojis. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, "Fuck, dude! I'm gonna have to watch this shit now." <laughs> Next, he's back. America's back, dude. America is back. <laughs> well, you think about looking at it this way. So when we had the when we had the uh, you know the two point as I bring back to that level, when we had the two point um. The idea was for, you know, them to be completely separate and, you know, kind of do their own thing and be truly developmental. And that was never Triple H's idea. You know, Triple H's idea. Triple H, who is now the head of creative all over the place. Like, he is he is head of, uh, what is it, head of content? He's head of creative content for the whole company. Yeah. Not just WWE, WWE and NXT. He's the head of all content. Um, that was never Triple H's idea for NXT. NXT was supposed to be the third brand, and people are going to do kind of a shared universe where people go back and forth, in and out. And I think we hinted at that towards the latter, the latter end of NXT 2.0, 
uh, because you started seeing Dop going over and Finn coming back for a little bit and Natty was there, uh, Apollo and all these bunches of people kind of in this shared universe concept. Uh, AJ Styles, Miz did a segment real quick over there and stuff like that. Um, and I think Triple H is going back to that now that Triple H is in power. And he actually said during their UK tour when they were in Cardi Goats, it's now my time to pick the flavor of wrestling. And Triple H is on that warpath, and we're getting black and gold. And from what I saw from raw footage, shout out to Wade, who was also there in the crowd when this was revealed, it got resounding applause when this new logo was revealed because they they hid it from everybody. Well done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> this is the most time people, this is the most people have talked about NXT in a long, since like honestly in almost a year. And here's yeah. my here here's my question. Why didn't they just evolve to this in the first? Obviously, it was the Vince influence. Um, but this is it, such a I love like it's it cleaner. Looks, it looks pretty cool. It's clean. It is very it, clean. You know, Shiny, if you want to say bright. if you want to say NXT was evolving into something else, you had the right chains and the in the format of the shapes and stuff. Just the the colors were off. You black and black and gold. <laughs> Honestly, oh, so dude, pretty. the who would have thought branding <laughs> would make such a difference like that? <laughs> Honestly, does, just stop so. calling it 2.0. Yeah, but that's what they did because you see, there is no 2.0 there at all. Yeah, it is straight NXT. I'm interested to see what happens next week since I'll be able to watch it, which I'll explain that on the uh, post show. Um, I'll be able to watch it live more. Um, it's. I'm, I'm interested to see what the setup's going to be. I wouldn't be surprised if he brings back um, the Capital Wrestling Center idea. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Because that's, that's when like, we were like, oh, this is going to be some fucking great NXT. Because that was, that was like, it was the hybrid of the Thunderdome and, and people there live. It was a great setup. So I'm interested to see what they do with this with this black and gold, how the setup's going to be. Uh I'm Do I, st- I still think the Thunderdome was really cool. I still I love the that Thunderdome. That was fun. Like I want them to have a Thunderdome experience. I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I I just can't access. believe they actually did it. I just you know I mean I can't like, believe that's they actually something did we it. would joke about years ago. Like, what imagine if they did this and then and then they, <laughs> they did, did it. it and then yeah. they just did it. I don't know much I, they, I don't know much that electric bill was still, but. Uh, not only did they did it, they made it so that it was mobile. They went to three different sites. Yeah. Fucking crazy. <laughs> crazy. And absolutely pulled, and pyro and everything, like everything was on it. It was so cool. I just want to know, like they need to do a documentary on the Thunderdome. Like who came up with the idea? Mm-hmm. How much money did that cost them? That's Dude, all I want. WB24. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. <laughs> Dark side of the ring, Thunderdome. No, light even, side of the know, ring, dude. A, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a 24. That's a 20, WD24 Thunderdome. Because I would love to see, like, who came up with this wild ass idea. Instead of, like, I, I see what the NBA is doing. That's cool, but we can do this a whole lot better. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it does annoy me that UFC gets credit for, like, the first sport coming back to the pandemic. Oh, Fight Island? Whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, what do you mean come back? <laughs> Wrestling never stops. Never stops. <laughs> like, no, I mean, like real sports. I go, fuck, I hate you. <laughs> Piece of shit. All right, sorry, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but okay, I do, I will, I'll have to show you a bit of it. There is a new 
character on NXT that oh. debuted. His name is Quincy Williams. His name is Quincy Williams. He is known as the Super Diva. Oh. Okay, this is going to blow your mind, both of you. Quincy Elliott's my fault, not Quincy Williams. Quincy Elliott, thank you, Taquan. Um, Quincy Elliott, the Super Diva. So picture the concept of the Velveteen Dream sprinkling a flamboyance of gold dust, original gold dust, in the body oh. of King Mabel. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. <laughs> you would think... But it's so it's it's weirdly entertaining to be the one match. Can he be a maximum male model? He (laughs) might be hotter than a maximum male model. Oh, there you go, Taquan. Opening up your brand new skills, Taquan. So this is appropriate because I just got tickets to a drag show next month. Oh yeah, (laughs) I want to hear about it. What's his What's his name, Ricky? Uh, Quincy Elliott. Quincy. 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 Like Quincy Jones? Quincy. Quincy. Q-I-N-C-Y. Like Cincy? Yeah, no, 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 like, 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 like the city. Yeah, Quincy. Yeah, yeah, Quincy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 it's, it's not Quincy. It's Quincy. It's like a Z. Oh, I was like, what the hell are you saying with a Z? <laughs> that's what's confusing. That's, that's how we say it in New England. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Quincy. <laughs> what the fuck uh, is someone. this? Are you looking? You found them? Yeah. He's the super diva. I like I like his tits. <laughs> okay, are you looking up a super diva? Do you want me to send it to you later? Send it to me. I am looking up the Popeyes. Dude, why does he look like Biggie Smalls as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> He's a mixture of a lot of stuff. Well, like if Missy did, did Missy Missy Elton Biggie didn't have a kid, did they? No, they did not. Uh, if they did, though, this is what his kid would be. This is who his kid would be. It is a Missy Elliott-like attire from, like, the late 90s. Looks like, yeah, it's like he's, he's got Biggie's lips. I know that's terrible to say, but I'm saying it. <laughs> Wait, da- are you making fun? Damn, I didn't know Magic Johnson's son signed to NXT. That's really fun. Um, which one, though? Let's go to his Instagram. Sexy, Quincy smart, Elliott. powerful. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uncle Taker. I, I don't like. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> it says Uncle Taker. Um, that's, what says, that's what it says in his bio. It's oh. WWE slash NXT Super Diva Uncle Taker in all caps. Oh Uncle no! Taker. I don't. I, oh, no. I, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> this. This this fucking guy, dude. I don't. I'm concerned. You might be onto something. He might. He might. He might be going for that androgynous type feel. I'm telling you, Vicky, go to go to his Instagram. And watch this. Watch this video of him on a moped. Tell me, he doesn't look like Biggie Smalls. Oh, that that's how he rolled into NXT. That's the, <laughs> that's how he rolled into NXT on a fucking moped. He looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but you know what? He's gonna get over with the crowd. I it's know. So <laughs> That's the thing, dude. I know. <laughs> I don't, what does this guy sound like? What's his voice sound I haven't like? I heard his voice, but. Oh my God. Quincy Elliott, the super dude. Oh, he's soft spoken. <laughs> yes, he's very soft spoken. And last but not least, K versus a new member of the Bloodline. I don't know if you knew. I did know this. I'm joking. It's Solo Sikor. I guess who won the North American title. Yeah, it's Sammy Zayn. Yes, I know. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, Solo Sakoi. The Bloodline now has titles in WWE and in NXT. Good for them. Could mean a lot of stuff. Does this guy actually have tits? I don't know. It looks like he might have got the surgery. Look like actual breasts. I I couldn't tell you. I don't even know where they found him. I don't remember him on any recruiting class whatsoever. Dude, this guy needs a bra. <laughs> Do you see his outfit? That's where I got the Mabel vibes from. Yeah, this, yeah. It's like yoga shorts. <laughs> I don't want to describe it. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It looks like a pillow I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. But maybe they're moved. Probably not. Dude, I don't I don't know what I don't know what to think about this guy. I'm don't yeah, don't don't try to wrap your head around I, it I at can't, all. I can't stop looking at him though. <laughs> he does grab your attention. I he can't take grab. my eyes off. I don't know what to think. I'm so I'm like so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Super diva bussy looking like <laughs> Don't be too confused. All right, let, let's move on. We, you can look at Quincy Elliott another time. You can do it on the poster, but we need yeah, to get I, out I already here. looked at all his Instagram posts. Nothing else to look at. <laughs> <laughs> well, start queuing up because we got to get out of here. We are, we are done for today. We have uh, talked about uh, everything. All right, all right, about. all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode 308, What's Old is New. I am not a super diva, but I am super. Thanks for asking. You can call me King Ricky Rose. Find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at K-O-T-R underscore podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitch, on Discord. Like, share, subscribe. Leave us five-star reviews because that really helps us out with the algorithm, especially on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe to us on YouTube because we do a live show each and every week. And if you're listening to us, please make sure you're listening to us on Wrestle Addict Radio wherever you listen to all of your podcast feeds. Uh, follow Wrestle Addict Radio on all of the podcast sites and follow Wrestle Addict Radio socials at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, uh, things like that. The links to that are in the description below as well as the links to some of our fine merch that I just so happen to be wearing at the moment as well as links to some of that great background music from our friends at Midnight Music. It's been an interesting week of wrestling. Uh, the PWI 500 came out, and that has totally been a total clutch. Because how is Seth Rollins not in your top five? But we can talk about that ad nauseum. Uh, but let me kick it over to Will Tarshock. It's me. It's me. It's Willie Ballbag. You tell me it's been on Twitter. Not Twitter. Fuck Twitter. TikTok, Ricky. My TikTok's pretty pop, and I posted some clips on the student loan debt the other day, and now mm-hmm. people got fucking angry. <laughs> someone, called me, someone called me an elitist. I was like, what? I had debt forgiven. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, how can you, how can you, be, how can you be an elitist with debt? <laughs> Riddle me that one. But yeah, follow me, APS Podcasts. Um... A lot of fun things going on with me. Uh, I'm super fucking busy with these podcasts, by the way. Nashville was really good at making a good reset, so I'm going to switch up my podcasting game a little bit, working on a few different things. Uh, and funding starts for our app. I believe we're starting a Kickstarter pretty soon, so if you want to help my dreams come true, $1 is auto take, even though we need... Millions. Like 20000 But hey, okay. <laughs> we'll see yes. what happens. K-Murphy, checks in the mail, right? <laughs> oh, Yes. 
Um, I have some stuff coming out soon that you'll find out about very soon. Um, my Animal Crossing Island is five stars. And if you stay tuned to the post show, you will find out what I get from Popeyes. Because... Yes, and you'll also figure out what we're going to do for trivia tonight, too. <gasps> oh my god, are we doing trivia? We can. We have I, a since I, we haven't been there in a while. We have a lot of. Oh my god, we say, must. Vicky, you ain't seen me the other day. I'd be no good. At it. I've never seen it. <laughs> I'm absolutely fucked up, so it's gonna be a mess. Um, and to our New Jersey listeners, I will be in I think Newark on Tuesday at the My Chemical Romance concert. So if you are going, feel free to say hi. You can find me across all social media platforms at the K Murphy T H E K A E Murphy. I have some things coming out too, aka I already released them because I started writing again. But it's, but uh, when we come back next week, we will talk about uh, whatever's going on in wrestling. If CM Punk has finally gotten fired, like we probably think he will be, and whatever else is going on, maybe someone else will show up in WWE again because Triple H is on a warpath and he is really really taking over. So until then, folks, goodbye, good night. We will see you again soon. And- so call me in to get you on the show, but also, fuck you, Slack. See you next week, folks. <laughs>